Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to the podcast. You know, I've been thinking a lot over the last couple of days or so that when it comes to the culture work that we long to do in our organizations or in our private life, um, that sometimes we can get really caught up on uh, the tasks and the strategy and the doing, uh, which is all necessary and we need it. But we can oftentimes forget that all of the tasks, all of the, um, all of the strategy, every practice we do always has to be rooted in, uh, a, a bigger why it always has to be rooted in a philosophy around our diverse, uh, come froms, our diverse community, our diverse organization. So it's really important for us as bridge builders, uh, as leaders uh, of multicultural teams, uh, even if your team is not multicultural yet, trust me, it will be. Uh, just, you know, live an, an extra couple of years. The workforce will be diverse. So as a leader, no matter what come from you have, no matter what uh, people group you come from, you must develop the skill to lead cross-culturally. Uh, you can no longer continue as a leader uh, with a monocultural mindset. Uh, your organization, uh, your spiritual community, uh, even your personal life to some degree will turn into a dinosaur if you don't figure out how to become a leader who can lead cross-culturally. And so when you're doing that, not only do you have to continue to uh, build your toolbox, if you will, of practices and strategies and all of that, but you also have to continue every week, I would say, to root your work into something uh, philosophical, to root yourself into or root your work into a belief system that you have about cross-cultural interaction and cross-cultural communication is very, very important. So today, what I'm thinking about is gratitude. Now, uh, you know, stay with me today because you may think to yourself, oh, gratitude, yeah, I got it. You know, I, I, I got it. Uh, I'm going to move on. But I want to tell you that just as I mentioned before, that the missing piece of culture work oftentimes is joy. Another missing piece of culture work is also gratitude. Gratitude for the organization that you lead. Gratitude for the staff that you have. Gratitude for the challenges that have come your way in the last couple of years in our country with regards to culture, diversity, race, inclusion, equity, uh, whatever it is, right? Gratitude for those things. Gratitude as you look back and reflect on the things that you have already put into place as a person and as a leader, right? Gratitude. 
let your work be grounded in gratitude. So what I'm going to share with you today uh, is uh, a writing that you can find on my website, nikkilearner.com slash articles. And you can go to the website and you can see this posted today. Uh, if you uh, would like to share it with friends or share it with your team or whatever. Um, my, my goal today is to resource you that way. But I want to read to you uh, the post today that I wrote on gratitude. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect it to uh, the culture work that we long to do. Now, as you listen to this, I want you to listen to this through the filter of diversity, culture work, multicultural community, neighborhood life, whatever it is that you're working on. All right. So here's my post today on gratitude. Sometimes I find myself searching for one particular photograph that I just know that I have stored in my phone that I want to share with others online. My mind recalls the general time and place and people that surround the creation of that particular photo. I may even remember the filter that I chose to use on the photo that I happen to be searching for. Most of the time when I'm looking for something specific, it seems to take me a while. One thing is for sure, however, that while I'm searching for one photo, I end up scrolling over hundreds more photos. Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever taken the time to just look back over the hundreds of pictures in your phone and really see a snapshot of your own life? This happens to me often. And each time that I have these moments, one thought comes flooding into my mind. Wow. I live a fantastic life. I don't know what sorts of things are on your phone, but my photos are filled with albums named New Zealand, Paris, Kenya, band shenanigans, people I love, and selfies. There are stunning photos of landscapes that I've been able to see in these beautiful countries. There are moments where I was out with friends and we snapped a picture of a moment at a party celebrating the new year. So many of the pictures in my phone are of the same people. And I love that, actually. There are a handful of friends that I refer to as my people that happen to be in almost all of the pictures on my phone. We shared a lot of life together in a short amount of time. There's a whole album of pictures of me and my husband. Moments captured over a long history together and what seems like six or seven different versions of us. There are photos of live events and conferences that I've managed to pull off, concerts that I've performed with my band, public speaking and teaching moments, and selfies. Yes, selfies. Moments where I was feeling particularly beautiful or smart or felt like I was crushing the day. There are moments where I remember that I was not in a good place emotionally or places where I was making terrible life choices for a number of reasons. I still have that crazy picture in my scroll of the day that I turned 40. The time I recorded in Texas with my talented friend Mark 
The night my friends, Matt and Stephanie, got engaged, and even old pictures of my parents who are since deceased. And it's good. My life is good. Honestly, it's better than good. It's fantastic. And I'm grateful. Why am I sharing all this with you today? Is because I figured that maybe you were like me that you can get caught up from day to day in all of the things that you are still trying to accomplish and oftentimes feel defeated. Wondering if you're doing the right thing or if there's anything good at all about your current existence. Maybe your trips were canceled due to COVID and you're still lamenting that loss. Maybe you're still trying to get pregnant and every time you come up short, Maybe you are feeling alone and longing for a relationship or a new community group, or maybe you just want to feel wanted at your job. Sometimes we can forget that there have been so many beautiful moments in our lives that seem to be sprinkled in among some of the tough stuff. The things that are hard can seem to rob us or even make us forget about the things that are beautiful and good in our lives. And maybe you don't think you have a single photo in your phone or in an album somewhere of a moment of goodness, kindness, and grace in your life. But I'll bet that if you just slow down enough today to find even one moment, it may continue to keep you moving forward while also encouraging you about what has already come to pass in your life. Gratitude. That's what I'm talking about. Gratitude for so many moments in our lives where we love being human and love being alive. We need to remember these things as we press towards the future and as we continue to find the mental and physical strength to press through the struggles of this life with hope. May you find gratitude for the things that have been. May you find hope and faith for that which is yet to come in your life. And maybe that might start with a simple scroll on your phone or a great conversation with someone who loves you. If you seek gratitude, you will find it. That is a promise. I hope you can find yourself somewhere in what I just shared with you in this idea of gratitude. Let's take it and put it into the context of culture and diversity work. It's so important to have gratitude, even for the things that have transpired in the country or in your organization around race and culture. 2020 uh, was a rough cultural year here uh, in our country, here in the U.S. Now, here's the thing to remember is that these things are happening all the time. But in 2020... Things were so visible and reached such a height that we could not ignore these things anymore. And, and so many of you that are listening, if you're a leader or CEO of a business, maybe even for you, you hadn't even considered the impact that was happening 
in the culture, but the impact that was happening on people that work with you, when they show up to work, they're carrying all these things. Maybe 2020 was the first time that you were able to really have an awareness of impact. Maybe. And I want to encourage you today that we need to have gratitude for that. Not gratitude for awful things that happen, but gratitude that we were, we had the opportunity as leaders, as, as multicultural leaders to step into the moment and really ask the questions that needed to be, to be asked and answered. To look at our organizations, to look at our spiritual communities, to look at our leadership teams, to look at the philosophy of how we run our organizations and really ask the question about, are we doing this the way that is gonna be serving as many different kinds of people as possible? Gratitude. Have gratitude for your team members or the staff that work in your organization that, that brought some of these things to you. Have gratitude that your heart was open enough or at least your mind was open enough to receive some of this new information so that you could do a new thing. Have gratitude for that. Have gratitude for all the things that you've been working on this past year, even, even if it was just listening to this podcast for the last year or engaging with the work of someone else, no matter what it was, find gratitude for that. Because if you root your work in gratitude, you will be able to find the strength that you need, the strength that your organization needs in order to continue to press and to continue to commit to this work. Because I guarantee you that when it gets hard, (laughs) just like I said last week in the podcast, just when it gets hard, You will need to be rooted in joy and gratitude to keep going because it will be too simple for you to just want to give up. So I want to encourage you today. uh, As soon as this podcast is over, I want you to either uh, uh, when you get to, to work or when you get a moment during lunch, go and take five to 10 minutes schedule five to 10 minutes today. If you don't have five to 10 minutes today to do this, you're too busy. (laughs) But I want you to go take five to 10 minutes and look back and reflect. Maybe you need to pull out your phone. Maybe you need to go on your company's intranet and and look at pictures from the last year, whatever it is. Go back to a teaching that you received or a podcast that you listened to or something. But go back and reflect and find three to five things that you can be grateful for in culture work. Trust me, you're going to need it. Remember, I'm here for you, should you need me. Uh, Even now, I'm looking at my schedule today, and it is uh, full with uh, client gatherings. I've decided I don't call them meetings anymore. I call them gatherings uh, because we have such a special opportunity to be able to be together and gather and learn and grow and be the best version of leaders who know how to lead cross-culturally, that we are getting better, not, not just every year, we are getting better every week and growing together, uh, learning together. So don't forget, gratitude, root yourself in it today. I'm cheering loudly for you in your desired results around diversity and culture. Uh, your results around equity and being more inclusive. I'm cheering for you. 
This is Nikki Lerner, your culture coach, signing off today. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLerner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.